Molly had dealt with houses that had been bitten before, but that was a house made of candy. This one was made of normal house things, brick and wood and drywall. But the call came through saying, Ollie, someone's taking a bite of my house. All the same. So Ollie went to the address, and there the owners were waiting outside, looking at the strange, strange damage to their house. I said, so what happened? I said, well, I don't know. We just got back from vacation. Right when we called you. Um, maybe a half an hour ago now. And, well, look. Now I looked. He'd seen driving up. It was very strange. Because one corner of the house had what appeared to be a bite mark. A significant chunk of the corner of the house was missing. And it sort of looked like teeth marks. It looked for all the world like some giant monster with a mouth the size of a car. had walked up, taken a chomp out of the house, and went on its way. Not a bad noise. Um, Yeah, so we, I don't, I mean, I know that you've dealt with some, like, big monsters and stuff, so you were our first thought. Because I don't know what sort of weird monster eats houses. And I said, well, every monster I've dealt with has been a little bit different, but let's think about this some more. What else, what else do we see here? Well, I looked around, and he noticed a few other things. The house was... Um, I don't know, maybe 20 feet from, um, from the road, and the house was on, was on a corner of two streets. And in addition to the damage to the house, there was also some damage to the yard, I guess. That was just kind of torn up and muddy in a path leading to the bite mark and away from the bite mark. Looking closer, I noticed that around where the bite mark was, the bite, the chunk was missing, on the bricks and the wood, there was in a few spots what looked like black paint. I scraped a little bit off into a vial to go and test later. He also noticed, in one spot, it looked like a chunk of metal was stuck in one of the bricks. So all I thought, and he thought. And then when he looked a little closer, he noticed something else. That as he were driving up, up the driveway, like the family had done, or as Ollie had done, that side looked very much like it had been a bite taken out of it. But on the other side, around the corner, it didn't look quite so straightforward. There, it looked more like, if you looked at it from that side, I mean, if you walked over to that part of the corner and looked at the, it looked more like 
an explosion than a bite mark. All I noticed is that there are some bricks and other debris that had been thrown around off in that direction. And the damage was a little bit bigger in diameter on that side. And we're in the front of the house. Outside of the bite mark, there wasn't much damage. On this side of the house, there's also some a broken window and some, some cracks in the siding and things like that. Uh, even a little bit of the gutter was damaged up above. That's all I thought. I thought. Huh. That's weird. Well, I took some pictures. So we could take it back home, back to his office and think about it. And he said, all right, um, was anything taken? Like, did they use this hole in the side of the house as a way to get in and, and, and steal stuff? And I said, oh my gosh, I don't know. I, I didn't even think about that. I've been just thinking about this big hole and this, this bite in the side of my house. I, we've barely gone in. Um, let's go look. And so they all went inside and looked around. And there was some damage inside the house, too. Some stuff that had been kind of tossed about. Um, but nothing seemed to be missing. Television was there. The, there was a um, golden-faced clock in the same room as where the hole was, and that was still there. Um, some silver candlesticks, some things that a thief would notice if that's what they were asked, you know, if they were there to steal stuff. So it looked like it wasn't you know, just a weird way to break into a house. Then Ollie went around and started talking to the neighbors. The first neighbor said that he hadn't heard anything or noticed anything. He certainly hadn't seen any giant monsters wandering around. Um, but that he'd been out most of the day yesterday. One of the other neighbors was a little old lady. And when I asked her about where she'd been yesterday, she said, oh, well, I don't really go very many places these days. You know, with the COVID and everything. I'm home. I'm pretty much home. I said, all right. Well, did you see or hear anything strange yesterday? I said, oh, well, yeah. There was that crazy, loud, crunching, banging noise. It was like... I don't know, like a, like an airplane hit the ground. I don't, I don't even know. I didn't go outside. I was scared. Um, but yeah, I remember that. It was, a, I don't know, 4 o'clock in the afternoon or so yesterday, I'd say maybe, somewhere in there. Yeah, crazy loud noise. And then there was some rustling and like, like I don't know, like things dragging, I guess. That's what it kind of sounded like. And then it was quiet. Nothing else happened past then. I said, huh, have you seen, have you seen your neighbor's house? I said, oh, no, I, I haven't been outside, like I said. I said, well, your neighbor's got a big hole in the side of his house. Said, oh, no, which, which ones? On the corner here, the Jensen's. Said, oh, that's a pity, they're so nice. Um, I'll go out and look later, maybe. Do you think it was whatever that bang I heard was? I said, I think it's got to be.
So I talked to some other neighbors, and nobody really had heard anything. A couple of them had noticed the hole in the, in the building. Or they'd gone about their evening. That's a loud yawn. Then I decided to call over to his contacts at the police. To see if anything had been reported. Said, no, no, nothing in that neighborhood yesterday. It's a pretty quiet neighborhood, that. There's really not very much activity in the crime stat database here. You know, a few domestic things here and there, a burglary. Not very often even that, though. It's a pretty quiet neighborhood. Huh. Anything else unusual happened yesterday? Well, you know, it's a big city. Something unusual happens just about every day. I'd say the weirdest thing was that there was a report. Not a report exactly. Well, a red light camera tripped. Uh, not too far from there, about, a, I don't know, two miles up the road when you got onto Bel Air Road there. And... When the uh, when the technician pulled the photos to start making up the report, the car looks crazy. I said, "What do you mean?" So well, it looks like a car in most respects, except that it's got this big crazy fist, like welded onto the front, and then a big fin welded onto the back. I guess as a counterweight. I said, "A fist?" I said, "Yeah, like a big." Metal, I mean, it looks like metal. I don't know, it's painted. It's painted black. The whole car is painted black. Um, yeah, this big crazy fist thing. I said, whoa. A fist on the hood of the car, like on the front of the car? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, yeah, so this weird car ran a red light. Um, so they sent it around to the department to see if anybody had seen something like that. I said, did you get a license plate on it? Yeah, uh, they ran the plates. There's no record of the car. I mean, it's, it's registered to somebody. Um, so we have that, but, you know, it's not illegal, probably, to have weird stuff on your car. So, uh, I mean, we'll just send them a ticket or whatever. Well, I said, I think you might need to do more than just that. I think that person might have been the one to damage this house. I said, what do you mean? We've been assuming that this house was a bite mark, but if somebody had a giant fist welded to the front of their car and they ran into a house, it might look an awful lot like a bite mark, you know, like the knuckles might look like teeth. Oh, I see what you mean. Well, that sounds like enough for a warrant to me. I'm afraid you'll have to bring us in on this one, though, because I can't just give you a warrant. I said, no, I understand completely. I'm happy to to team up. All right, let me think about it. Um... Let's see, who would take this kind of a case? It's a... I guess it's still a moving violation if we think they might have run into a house. So I'll put you over to the traffic enforcement department. Uh, Maybe Mitchell? Have you ever worked with him before? I said no, no, but that's that's fine. So anyway, long story short, they got the warrant. I went to this guy's... They went to this house that the car was registered to. It was registered way out in the county. Um, and the uh, the policeman, Mitchell, had uh, 
brought Ollie along when they went out there. They pulled up, and it was this crazy-looking thing. It looked even weirder in person than it did in the photos. It was like a Ford Taurus, except that instead of a normal bumper and a normal, you know, back uh, trunk lid thing, there's a big, big fist, probably... Yeah, yeah, like four feet wow. across. It was that kind of an angle. And it was a really good sculpture of a fist. And then the back had this, like a Weird. dolphin tail kind of a thing looking to it. Weird. Okay. It really stuck out. And, and here was the thing that Ollie noticed right away. The whole car, front to back, was painted with a nice, shiny, really well-done coat of black paint, except the knuckles were all scratched and banged up. Mitchell noticed the same thing. said, yeah, that looks like that's been smashed into something pretty recently. So they went and took some photos. They knocked on the door. Nobody answered. So they went and they took some paint scrapings from there so they could match it to the paint on the house. Well, they sent it back to the lab and it was indeed an exact match. So then they got another warrant, or an arrest warrant, for the, um, for the driver of the vehicle, for the owner of the vehicle, I should say. Well, you know, you, you know you, the first assumption is that the owner drove it, but at the same time, it could have been somebody else driving the owner's car. So you know that the car, at this point, was the one that took a bite, in quotations, out of the house. But you don't actually know yet who drove it. It could have been, I don't know, the son, the wife, somebody that st stole the car and then brought it back. Or even the uncle or parent or something. Sure. If that crazy old uncle or crazy parent would be crazy enough to, like, commit to a crime, yeah, yep. maybe. So all they went along when they went back to try and do the arrest again. They had put a boot on the car. What's a boot? Oh, it's this thing. Um, it, you put it on the wheel, and then it locks the wheel in place so it can't turn. Oh. It's a way to immobilize a car. Um, again, they went back and got the arrest warrant, and then came back, and they waited across the street for somebody to come home. Well, about an hour or so later, somebody did come home in a regular car. They walked over, and they saw the boot. They were looking at it, poking at it. They got out of They got out a crowbar and tried to, you know, wrench it off. When they saw the person doing that, the officer got out, asked Ollie to stay in the car. Ollie squeezed up as high as he could so he could see what was going on. As soon as the guy saw the officer, he started to run. But Officer Mitchell was in good shape. And he's fast. The guy didn't even get all the way across the yard before Officer Mitchell tackled him.
and you have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. What's going on? Why are you bothering me? Why are you trying to house me with my art car? So this is no art car. Well, maybe it is, but it's an art car that took a bite out of a perfectly nice family's house. So they arrested the guy, brought him in. Eventually, he confessed. What was it? The guy that owned the car was indeed the person that had been driving it that day. And they hadn't, they weren't quite paying attention. They were reading a text message as they were driving through that neighborhood. And they, um, they looked up in their text message and there was a cat in the road. And so they swerved to miss the cat, lost control of the vehicle, smashed into the house, and then drove off hoping they wouldn't get caught. Hit and run. They're criminally criminally liable for the hit and run, and liable in a civil way to uh, repair the house. And that was Ollie in the case of the bitten house.